0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 22. This is a special one because I talk about how my experience in the past of, you know, feeling like a failure to myself and to my life is now an asset for me because it has now allowed me to create a bigger and brighter future. And this is for anyone out there who is kind of feeling, um, you know, like everything sucks right now and remembering a reminder that it is only temporary and you just never know where this experience can take you and what role it can play in your life for the better. The time of depression I had was, I guess, short in the grand scheme of things. It was over a period of two, three years, but now I have this vision that is decades long and it is big and amazing and exciting and it is so fulfilling it hasn't even begun yet and it feels amazing so I'm really excited to bring this to you it is something in my heart that is a you know a feeling that I have to get out there and this is also a form of my accountability putting this out there on a publicized podcast so I hope you enjoyed the lesson and I would love to know your thoughts about it let's go Do you know what I decided to do, guys? I decided in my mind, my head, that I am going to start and build a foundation. And this has come from my visualizing of this past week of all the people that can be impacted and, and how much value we can bring together. And I have called this podcast Feeling Abandoned because it was that moment of feeling abandoned which struck me and it caused me to feel something I've never felt before and I actually want to take you guys through that journey, through that flashback, through that moment where it was sort of the deepest and darkest times of my depression and where I realized that I am stronger than this but at the same time I felt entirely stripped of my ability to overcome something. and. I kind of didn't know what to do with myself. This is a story that I haven't told since starting to build my brand because I didn't have the confidence that I do now. And to tell you the truth, when I started building this brand, I could see, you know, how I could use my experience to build something that could help others through this journey. But I still felt like I could be triggered by those emotions. I could be triggered to go back to that time in the past where depression and anxiety and fear and loss still affected me. And now I feel... I guess excited to almost almost excited to talk about it and because those emotions are still very vivid for me but I don't feel affected by it anymore but I can relate very strongly to it so I'm ready to sort of tell you my story uh, and express to you how this is going to play into my vision for 2023. I hope this also inspires anyone who has a story and a traumatic experience that you know you need to tell because people need to hear it, but you're not ready to quite get your voice out there yet. It'll take time. Just the only words I can give you is to to really be patient with yourself and pay attention to your thoughts right now. Don't pay attention to anyone else's thoughts because right now the only thoughts that matter are your own. And when you can feel comfortable with your own thoughts, when you are so aligned with who you are, that's when that's when things around you, that's when the external factors become easier to handle, becomes easier to accept. But you need to accept yourself first and, and where you are. So don't stress about trying to you know get your story out, feeling pressured to like, oh I gotta use my story to sell something. Don't you need to feel comfortable in, in selling yourself your own story actually and I think the time will come where it feels exciting to get your story out there because now it's, now it's something that can create a movement of people and I hope this serves as inspiration for you to tell your own story too to the people that matter. So a couple of weeks ago, um, I was taken back to a place where it was sort of the beginning of COVID and, um, a lot of, you know, that I live in the mountains and this was like dead in the middle of winter, like January. And this is when COVID was just starting as well. I had arranged for a two month contract job in this beautiful, beautiful like winter lodge in a country called Karnascus. Um, it's basically in, you know, the Valley, um, Deep in the valley, if anyone is familiar with the Rockies, and all there is there is this like this resort, and there's like a spa there too. But then it's just you know, by this backdrop of a beautiful 360 degree view of of mountains, and all you can see is just (laughs) mountains for days. And this is the reason why a lot of Australians come to Canada, but we don't have mountains. This big and this beautiful, and they're all capped in snow. It's covered and blanketed in snow, and so the idea was for me to work here for two months um, in banquets. Um, Let me you know I was working like restaurants, serving as a waitress, and then the idea was to actually move to, to Thailand after that. So I had sold everything. I sold like all my main belongings. The last thing I had to sell was my little Toyota Matrix at the time. It's only worth like three and a half K. Um, so I was at this time like, okay, I like gotta move in this place. And it was great actually, because this two month contract meant that I also got to stay uh, in the, the resort as free accommodation. So I got to actually stay in one of the hotel rooms as my accommodation and then work in banquets. And so the one thing I had left was to sell this car that I was stressed about. And um, mind you, the closest service or the closest place for like groceries and gas, whatever, is at least like a 45 minute drive. Um, which is not that bad at all, but like if you are driving a car and you get stuck in the middle of this road There is probably not another car for like another few hours um, and, and it's 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 quite dangerous, I suppose because the weather can get quite uh, sub-freezing anyway, so I was brought back here and It was maybe two a week before I was to begin work and I was just settling myself into the, this place and I had a partner at the time. We were always we were already struggling a bit with communication, and I was already going through the depths of my depression. And he was trying to be there as much as he could, and um, he was helping me move, you know, my stuff into this this lodge. And for some reason, I would always just burst out in anger at him, and I knew somewhere in my head that it was anger with myself, and I just didn't have any other outlet to, to take that out on. Um, you know, it was kind of, it was like a wishy-washy like COVID time where like we could go out and there was like, uh, what do you call them? Uh, curfews for going out and we couldn't go to the gym, like everything. This is when like many, most of the services were closed. So, Uh, And we were also in, like, quarantine where, like, they they weren't encouraging people to go to each other's houses, etc. So I was living alone with my partner. And the only other outlet I had was him, like, another human being, right? And it was still hard for me to also rely on online communities. I didn't really have someone to go to online. I didn't have a online community. I wasn't part of any Facebook groups per se. And I just found it really difficult to connect with anyone through a screen. And I also wasn't part of the entrepreneur community I am part of now. So I found it really hard to just establish connection with anyone. It, for me, it felt like I had to be there in person to actually have a, like a, some sort of connection with someone. So I all had was my partner. And yeah, I, I had would just be sort of, I guess, lashing out at him, um, whenever something would come up and the littlest things that you would find so petty and would just be like a shrug off kind of thing. You know, like if my suitcase wouldn't close or something and I couldn't, or I couldn't get like the breakfast that I wanted, like the smallest things, I would just lash out in anger at me. But then because my partner was there, I would lash out at him. And we were, I was just arguing with him about like moving my stuff in, about going back to the place we lived at, which is 45 minutes away just to get the rest of my stuff. And I was just lashing out. And I just remember him getting angry. Then we were just like, just not communicating at all. And I remember just packing my stuff because I just found out that day two, like two days before I was meant to start work, the lodge decided that Uh, Actually, it wasn't a lodge. It was actually just a a, uh, provincial wide thing where like, okay, we can't operate the hotel anymore. So everyone that was meant to start work is not going to start work anymore. And so just like that, our plans to work for the next two months and then move overseas were shattered. And So the, I guess like my dreams also shattered because I had this whole idea about leaving Canada and that my life would be better after this and I would get out of the winter and I wouldn't feel depressed anymore. I was relying on that get out, you know, that get get out response that would help me heal. I was relying on physically flying away (laughs) to heal and it just, yeah, wasn't healthy. But so they announced this and... Uh, I guess the next move was to then pack my bags and leave because we'll give in about two days, um, to sort of, yeah, fix, uh, sort of get our things together and and uh, decide our next shops next option, and it was difficult because I know a lot of people had relied on that accommodation. Now there was scrambling for accommodations. that was really difficult during COVID when people weren't even letting you in their house, right? So we had to pack our things. As I was packing my things, we had another argument. And then I had my car there and he had his car there and he was dropping off some stuff with me. And then I said, you know what? I'm just going to meet you back at our place, whatever. And at this point I was still deciding whether to stay another night at the the lodge just to get my, my thoughts together and be on my own. And I was getting really angry and just said, you know what? Like, um, you need your space and I, I need mine. And I don't know what happened in the space of like an hour, but he had driven off and, there was this feeling inside of me that felt like I, I needed, I really, really needed to be loved right there and then. And I expected him to turn around and drive back and be there for me. But he didn't. Ten minutes, like, I, I expected him to have walked away and ten minutes later turn back and say he's sorry and he loves me and he's going to be there for me. He didn't. So then half an hour passed and he still hadn't come back. Another hour passed and... If he hadn't come back at this point, then he was back at our old place. So he had not come back and, I guess, rescued me. Like, it felt like I needed rescuing. I really felt like I was drowning in just this world of despair. And I needed rescuing. And he didn't come back for me. And my parents, you know, all my family and friends are... I don't really have any friends back in Australia. I don't feel like anyway. But my my immediate family is in Australia, you know, half a world away. And at this time, you can't even fly to Australia. So I felt locked in. I felt like I was in this cell where I only had two steps forward, two steps to the side, two steps to the back of me. And that was all I had. And I felt really restricted in terms of how big my world was. I didn't feel like I had a world. I feel like I just had this cube and it wasn't prison because i knew i could get out but it did feel like four walls and it felt like every time i took a step somewhere i would just knock into myself and then just like want to curl into the corner and just sit there and just be there because i couldn't do anything else so i really really felt like something had really dropped in me when i felt like he wasn't coming back for me and that moment i had never felt so i might cry here i never felt so um abandoned and i guess i never really felt i guess i never really felt truly what abandon felt like until that moment and i didn't even feel like i had myself to rely on because at that time like at, at a certain point where you Trust yourself, rely on yourself and you're on your own for such a long time that you just become so reliant on yourself But then when you don't have the belief in yourself anymore, you don't have the belief that you can pick yourself up anymore You don't even have yourself anymore So I felt abandoned by myself, I felt abandoned by someone else, I felt abandoned by the world, I felt abandoned by everything I didn't feel like I had anything around me So that was a time where I felt Entirely abandoned and what do you do when you're in that time? You know, you just move forward. You just you just wait for time. And it's true what they say. It's such a cliche thing, but they always say like, you know, time time heals. And a lot of people tell me time heals. And so, I think all I was telling myself, I wasn't even telling myself anything. I was just waiting. I think I was just waiting. And I kept like walking back and forth. And I kept playing my head like, what do I do now? Like, what do I do now? What do I do now? And somehow a day passed, a week passed, months passed, and a year passed, and now I'm here. And it's it still boggles my mind that that was just two years ago. I can't believe it was just two years ago. So so a couple of weeks ago I came back to this place and it just sort of hit me again how, how much things had changed but also how little time has passed that I could still remember and trace my footprints where I was here, like my physical footprints, where I walked and where I, where I stayed, what I was packing, what I was eating, how I was feeling. That is all still very raw. And I think the feeling of depression, the feeling of abandonedness never leaves you. This feeling never leaves you. And so when you encounter someone who tells you that they're in a bad place in their life and they just feel like they're depressed, even if it's something that you experienced 20 years ago, you know exactly where that person is, you know exactly where their mind is, you know exactly that dark little place in your mind where that place feels like. And you can pinpoint it no matter how much time has passed. So I find it really fascinating how emotions can be so damn strong that it never leaves you. You can't forget, you know. So I'm grateful that I don't forget because this is my power now. I'm grateful that I've still had that memory because this is my gift now that I can relate to so many people in this way. And I can create a movement with them and we can heal together and become stronger together. So this is a really, really exciting thing for me now to use this vivid experience that I've had. Um, and use it as an asset. I'm going to make another podcast about this and using, you know, your experiences. How that is such, you know, turning an asset into something that is amazing. Amazing. So, Becca's feeling of abandon. Um, this was a story that I wanted to share you guys. And it is just one part of my entire journey of depression, anxiety, and how it's led to me here. But this has led me to triggering something the other day about about my vision for 2023. When I came back to this place with this new mindset, with this new feeling, and then a week later, I was at Brooker Steers event in Phoenix. And now I'm here, you know, a week later, thinking about this time, this energy, this vision, I decided that I'm gonna start a foundation and I want this foundation, I'm not gonna, I have a title in my head already, I've already created a whole banner (laughs) with it. Um, but, and I'm not going to release it just yet. I haven't told anyone about it. But I want to create a foundation. Um, this is sort of an extension to the brand that I'm working on, the physical products brand I'm working on right now. But this foundation I want is to be a, a uh, how do I call this? A network, uh, a bringing together of all the e-commerce um, online entrepreneurs who are creating something with a higher purpose of serving those people who need a family, serving those people who need a sense of belonging, serving those people who need a sense of pride and a sense of community. And this has a lot to do with third world countries, but also people who are missing that feeling of love in their life. So it could be, you know, children with cancer, it could be uh, sex trafficking, it could be Um, kids who need education it could be dogs who uh, need a home you know anything that brings together uh, that that heals and gets us past or sort of fixes that feeling of abandonment. i don't want anyone or any 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 being to ever feel behind left behind feeling of abandon and so my vision for 2023 is to have this foundation That brings and it's probably been done before already, anyway. But I want to bring together all the the entrepreneurs out there who are building something with a higher purpose of helping um you know third world countries or this or a charity. Okay, so that's my vision. I can see it, I can just see like a gala event or a um, fundraising event happening where I just where this just all these entrepreneurs come together because we all have our own businesses but with the ultimate higher purpose of serving. The people who need a sense of belonging so that is my vision Um, i wasn't meant to talk about this for like over 15 minutes (laughs) but um i I hope it just gives some inspiration and i just wanted to get it out there as well because it means that it is out there i've said it which means i'm going to create it and it is vision 2023 so let's see how fast this can happen (laughs) i'm really excited and i'm really excited to bring you on board with me as well so thank you for listening thank you for being here And yeah, thank you for being you as well. Let's be amazing together. So I will talk to you on our next podcast. Have a wonderful night or evening, wherever you are in the world. You are not behind because I am there with you. Have an amazing time. Take care of yourself.